Welcome to the Open House podcast site, available at openhousecommunity.com.au. My next guest is an inspiring young man who's not allowed the chronic, life-threatening lung disease, cystic fibrosis, get in the way of a bit of a global vision. He's Michael Fatal. He's 24, and when you hear his story, you get the impression he's pretty well unstoppable. Michael Fatal, welcome to Open House. Thanks, Heath. Thanks very much for coming in. Michael, you were born with cystic fibrosis. Tell us what that's been like to live with. Well, cystic fibrosis is a genetic condition. So I was, you know, so from birth, in simple terms, my body doesn't create the necessary salts to break down the mucus that gets built up in the lungs, in the liver, the pancreas, and my family would argue that my brain is also <laughs> affected too. I've gone nuts. It's exhausting physically. My body works two to three times as hard as your body just doing the same thing. So sitting here, so burning calories and also just trying to breathe. And um, I go to hospital two to three times a year for two weeks at a time. We call it a tune-up. So wow. it's like a car service. So you know, we go in, lie down and have some rest and prodded and needled. And I've been on antibiotics my entire life, just trying to fight the infection that gets caused. And, and without being unduly melodramatic about it, it could claim your life at any time. Yeah, of course. So, well... Anytime, it's not like I'll just drop dead on the street randomly, but no. if you get sick, let's say flu season comes along, I catch the flu from someone, it starts to just affect me dramatically and can get sick really, really quickly. This has happened within the framework of your own Christian faith. How do you process a loving God allowing this to happen, something that could claim your life? This, this, this idea that God is loving and that he cares for me has been a huge challenge, especially growing up. One area in particular is because I've always had a really big sense of ambition personally. And the Bible talks about how you know, God has known us and knit us in the womb. And it, it really contradicted because God, here, here I am thinking, well, God knit me in this way to be you know, outgoing and ambition, but I feel hindered because I, I don't know where things are going. Yes. It, it, it has been a huge, huge, huge challenge, especially growing up. It was one thing that I really had to try to come to terms with. Have you resolved that question? I, I have, and I would say probably only really recently it okay. really became resolved. It, it's probably maybe a bit controversial, but I really believe that God has created me how I am, even with my cystic fibrosis, because I feel he's very sovereign and he's, he's done some amazing things in my life. And they're not by chance, that's for sure. So why do you think he did that then? Why do I think he did that? Well, he, I've had the opportunity to go to high schools and share the gospel you know, thousands of people at a time. You can only take a blessing like that and only if God is in, in charge. And also, my biggest hero in the Bible is Paul. And you read about Paul who went through a lot of trials, not for his own growth, but for the sake of someone else. And I do believe that we're all still here as Christians called for a mission. You know, we haven't been teleported right to heaven the second we get saved because there are others to tell, the, tell about. So It must make you more dependent on God. Yeah, I, I would guess. say. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, trying how's, to. how's that work out? Yeah, it, it's hard work. <laughs> it's hard work being dependent on God because I wish I was like Moses and God talked to me, you know, with a big, loud, thundering voice. But you've got to discern and be really patient. So it's hard work. He speaks and whispers these days. Yeah. You've clearly taken up lots of great opportunities to speak about your journey, both here and overseas. Where have you spoken about this? What kinds of things do you say to your audiences? So here in Australia, I've had the great opportunity to go to many major high schools, state high schools, and I share the testimony of what Jesus has done in my life. 
ranging from 100 students to 700 students at once. And I've also had the great opportunity at different churches and youth events and conferences to share the story overseas. What I share is I, I start off with we, a bit of an educational on what cystic fibrosis is. And I bring up this concept that there's hope in the time of crisis, that God has taken my burden, which is a big concrete slab, and turned it into a big golden you know, slab and turned it into something amazing. You know, my, my curse, he's turned it into a blessing. So that's what I share in a nutshell. It's an amazing perspective to kind of bring to any hardship, really. Yeah, and, uh, and the concept is that everyone goes through hardship. Everyone has sure. their own huge demons and battles. And what is big for me may be really small for you and vice versa. So and this idea that we can all relate. You've been working in the travel industry for several years. What brought you there, of all industries? Uh, my father has a travel agency. So okay. growing up, I only wanted to work with my dad. I didn't get along really well. So it just he, he encouraged me. It fell into place. So I worked there for a while, you know, doing tickets and being a travel agent. Yeah. What is it about travel and the travel industry that hits your buttons? It, it's probably a predictable question, predictable well, answer. It's actually not. I One thing I enjoyed with my dad is meeting lots of new people. He works as, a lot with different churches and different people. So just meeting constantly, constantly different people from everywhere, which yeah. is a lot of fun. I like people sometimes. Favourite place in the world? The, the Great Barrier Reef. Really? Yeah. So you're an Australian uh, boy. Oh, I love it. Yes, oh, we're yeah. blessed. What is it about that that you love so much? Oh, well, the fish, they're multicoloured. It's see-through, swimming, beach, stingrays that can kill you and jellyfish. It's, you know, it's a mix of death and beauty all at once. It's great. What would you say the broadening of your horizons in this particular industry has taught you about the world, about life, and, and also your faith? One thing that it did teach me about is this idea of that we complain a lot here in the Western world. Yes. So I learned, you know, as, I, as I've had the opportunity to travel, even to other first world countries and to see the difference, if I was to have been brought up in the United States with my CF, financially speaking, it's a completely different world. We're blessed here with Medicare. And so that's just a simple example. The other thing has challenged me is that the struggles other people face, the constant persecution and how we take it so much for granted here in Australia to, to share our faith you know, with so little persecution. Yeah. You have an enlarged view of the world. And, yeah, I would And say. God, I would say, both from your professional and also personal journey. Yeah, definitely. Speak to me about how you view God, perhaps differently because of who you are and where you are. Well, there's a verse in, in the story Peter talks about that says, cast your burdens on God because he cares for you. This idea that God actually is involved and cares about my little small life, I've had to really take it personally on. I know it sounds cliche, but I, he is kind of like my best friend, if that makes sense, only mm, because sure. I have to trust that he knows what I, what I feel, something that most humans don't. You know, people tell you, oh, we're praying for you or we, we feel for you, but they really don't. They don't, yeah. they don't really know. But I have to trust that God does. And that, that's, that's probably how I, my, my closest relationship, it's a bit of a conversational Sort of, I get that. Yeah. Not content with just working in the industry, you've launched now out on your own, launching your own travel tour business. Why was that? Well, in Australia, we don't have any companies for young adults who don't just want to party and drink. So we've got the mainstream, and we're now. I set up my company called Planet Blue Tours, and we're the anti Kentucky for young adults. <laughs> so young adults who don't just want to have a party and drink, less is more. Yeah. Sort of concept. So it started off. With this grand scheme, you know, I wanted to travel with other young adults. 
and it just grew into something more. We do devotions every day. Most the idea is the people you travel with, so you get to meet. Let's say if you're a young adult, you're traveling with other young Christians, which is good for all the singles. You know, they they do their oh, thing. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so that works. It's also great because we're very much based on the culture side of. I've been to all these places, so when you go, as an example, to America, we're not just going to see the touristy side of the states, but local restaurants that I've got friends with, meet other Americans, let's say. It's it's a, a bit more of a grassroots sort of, you, you really feel it and get get a good sense of the place. Can I ask you one particular uh, question about a particular place, that of the Holy Land? Yes. You take tours to Israel. Yeah. What would you say about that place to those who haven't been there and what it's like? Apart from you better go. Yes, that's well, right. Israel, the first time I went, when you read some of the parables and some of the things that Jesus said in the Bible, culturally, we don't understand what they mean here in Australia. They don't make sense. Yes. But when you go and rock up and you actually see, oh, that's what he's talking about. And you see already that just makes a huge difference. And and then you just see Israel, it's just it's got this vibe about it. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's pretty nice. And flo- you've been so. It's, it's a must visit place it is. For, for people of Christian faith. You're just never the same again Plus, after you've been there. It is also a spiritual melting pot because Islam, yes. Judaism, Christianity, it, they're all, everyone, wants, everyone wants a piece of the pie. And so it's really eye-opening to see it all happen all in one place. Michael Fatal from Planet Blue Tours, it's been a treat to talk with you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Very much for joining us on Open House. Awesome. Thanks, Eves. We hope you enjoyed this Open House podcast. Thanks to Christian Super and Real World Technology Solutions. To hear more from Open House, visit openhousecommunity.com.au.